0: Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Good day, this is Darren Ride. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. This past weekend, March 15th, 2020, an unprecedented number of churches did their services online. And I expect there will be more last week. This is all due, of course, to COVID 19, the coronavirus. As in a lot of places, people cannot gather in large groups. And it's been really good that we have the infrastructure that allows churches to continue to teach and offer a worship opportunity of sorts to people while these meetings can't happen. I'm starting to wonder, though, what's going to shift permanently because of this in the life of the church. If if this turns out to be a short-term phenomenon, just a few weeks, if within a few weeks we can gather together again as we have in the past, uh Probably the outcomes will be simply that people have more online awareness. Churches have more online infrastructure, perhaps better communication flows. Those are all good things. And people are just going to discover resources. Leaders are going to discover resources they hadn't seen before. But if this turns into a midterm or longer term practice where we can't meet together in large gatherings for a few months or more and services continue to go online, this will lead to a very significant shift in the way church, in the way ministry is done. Uh, Think of it this way. If your people are tuning into your service to hear your teaching, uh, your worship team, they can tune into anybody. And in fact, they will. If they're sitting at home or in a small group somewhere viewing something online, they will start to scout and you will be effectively competing, I know you don't like the word, I don't like the word, competing with the best. The best uh, preachers, teachers, music in your uh, sphere, in your either denomination or your flavor, your style, your theology, you'll compete, be competing with the best. How will that play out long-term? Another shift that will happen is that the standard model of doing church where we have this big room, and some people on the stage and the full band and the teacher, this will increasingly look silly because you will have a handful of people in this room that can hold hundreds or thousands and nobody will be there. And they'll be receiving the preaching and teaching at home. And again, depending on the quality of what you offer, it might actually work pretty well. But then the question will be, why come back together in the large gathering? A couple of questions that arise up from all this for me is, number one, how do we do community? How do we do community when our gatherings are limited? Now, we know that large gatherings are not really community. Large gatherings have their their benefits, their purposes. They're great for mutual encouragement, for vision, for celebration, but they're not community. How do we create community in an online world? How do we create community in smaller group gatherings? Well, the smaller group gatherings obviously naturally create better community. How do we from a distance as leaders catalyze that, support that and encourage that? And so how is this gonna shift community? And the other question that's kind of in the back of my mind behind all of this is, what new models of ministry are going to bubble up because of this? Is there going to be greater decentralization of local churches? Is there going to be a greater unifying around certain teachers and certain, uh, certain worship groups because of this? Is there going to be a, a, generis- a genericization, if that's a word, of evangelical Christianity or different flavors of Christianity? Those are questions we can't yet answer. But if these restrictions and shift to online continues for more than a few weeks, there are going to be some permanent shifts. And we as leaders need to start anticipating those things and planning for them. And uh, as a wise man once said, you don't fight trends, you harness them. You don't fight the waves, you rise them. And so whatever the trend is, we need to think through, how are we going to capture this for effective ministry? By which I, of course, mean effective disciple making. So start thinking about that now. Start watching the trends. I'm sure we'll be talking about that. and Many will be talking about this in the days and weeks ahead. Wisdom to you, whatever stage of life and ministry you're at, whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to this in the heat of the battle, God bless, great wisdom to you, press on.